This is an encore edition of the Hour of Intercession. Everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in God's Word in the book of Psalms, Psalm 91, beginning at verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge even the most high your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Verses 1 through 16, all of Psalm 91. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the power and the grace that rests upon your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to take your word and put it to work as the powerful weapon that it is. And we thank you in a special way for the unique weapon that Psalm 91 is to us and for us, we, your children in the body of Christ. Father, help us to grow in our wisdom and our understanding of the need to put weapons like Psalm 91 to work in our lives every single day. Help us to use it in our individual lives. Help us to be faithful and wise to use it for and over our families and help us to use it to pray and over our communities, our nation, our world, as you would have us to. More and more, Father, teach our hands to war. Help us to be well-equipped warriors who know how to go out on the battlefield of life and walk in victory each and every day. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come to praise you, to lift high your name. Father, we're thankful for your goodness to us, your faithfulness to us over the years. We look back on our lives as Christians and see year after year, minute after minute, you've been such a faithful God, a kind God to us. We thank you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family, all of our listeners. And I want to continue to remind you that you all you need to do is email us if you'd like to get some of the um, prayer tools, discipleship tools we provide, or some of the articles that sometimes we'll provide on the broadcast. We'll, we're going to share um, one or more articles on the broadcast today. And so now keep in mind, one of the reasons why we share the articles is because it's a written tool, an item that you can keep in your hand. And after you hear it, maybe on the broadcast, getting a copy of it is a helpful reference to use both in drawing on the scriptures and the insights that are shared in the articles. So when we share the articles, you're welcome to email us and say, I'd like to get a copy of that article or the articles that you shared. We're glad to share them with you. Our hope is that you will take them and use them for you and your family, but also that you'll forward them to family and friends and other loved ones that can benefit and be blessed by them as well. So again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Again, we're glad to share any of these uh, resources, tools, uh, articles that we share as well. Today, we're looking specifically at the topic, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection. Again, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection. Now, remember this, all of the Word of God uh, is, is many things. The Word of God is it's Jesus, and Jesus is the Word of God. The Word of God is the wisdom of God. It's the counsel of God. It's the mind of God. It's so, so many things. But also, the Word of God is also referred to in in Scripture as the sword of the Spirit. All of God's Word is a weapon, amongst other things. And within the weapon of God's Word are many weapons as well within it. And Psalm 91 is one of those powerful weapons in the Word of God. It's a powerful weapon for divine protection. And remember, we live in a crazy, dangerous world. So many things are going on in this world. We've hear, heard of tragic shootings that have happened lately, some in the more distant past. But the fact is, it appears that in many ways, the world is becoming wilder and more and more dangerous. Well, Scripture lets us know that in the last days, perilous times would come. So we as believers are wise to be well prepared for the perilous times of the end times, like it or not. You and I are dealing with spiritual warfare absolutely every single day. And so whether you whether we like it or not, it's important that we're prepared to be spiritual warriors who are well equipped for the battlefield of life. As much as we might like to think, I don't like to think of life as being a battlefield. Well, sadly, the reality is like it or not, life is a battlefield. Every day of our lives you're dealing with spiritual warfare. Uh, sharing from 2 Timothy chapter 3, it tells us these words, letting us know what the last days would be like, and it seems to be explaining our world very much, very accurately today. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting at verse 1. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households 
and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Johnnies and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live, to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Verses 1 through 17, all of 2 Timothy chapter 3. And again, a powerful chapter that explains, begins by explaining what the end times would be like. And as I mentioned, it appears that it's explaining very powerfully or kind of giving a description powerfully of what the world is like today. Yet notice the chapter ends with pointing us to the Word of God. God's Word, again, reading verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The chapter ends by pointing us to the Word of God and the Word of God is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word of God, and it's the answer to all of our problems, all of our challenges, all the difficult difficulties of, the, of life and in the world. Jesus really is the answer. Jesus, who is the Word of God. And so the Word of God clearly is the answer for every problem, every challenge. God's Word heals all the ills of life. So looking to the Word of God is so, so very important. So as we're looking today again at the topic, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection, part of what we want to do is talk more about why it's such an important weapon to be used today. And our encouragement to you as believers is that daily you take the time to read Psalm 91 every day and take time to pray Psalm 91 every single day. Why is that important? Because again, it's a, such a powerful weapon for divine protection. An important question is, why not put it to work every day in view of the fact that the world is so dangerous, it's so crazy, so many things going on, and no one can protect us like the Lord can. And our challenge and encouragement to every parent, too, is to have your children to read Psalm 91 out loud to you every single day and give them incentive, reward them for memorizing a prayer, the prayer praying Psalm 91. And the reason being is because, remember, our children can be equipped once they come to know Christ as Lord and Savior and, equ and equipped as prayer warriors who can go out to be victorious on the battlefield of life as well. And remember, our key weapon, our main weapon is the Word of God. So, parents, I would encourage you to have your children read Psalm 91 to you out loud every single day and then reward them 
tell them you'll give them $9.10 or $10 or whatever you choose. Once they memorize the Psalm 91 prayer and teach them and encourage them to pray it absolutely every day. Why every day? Because the fact is life is a battlefield every single day. The world is a dangerous place every single day. Time and time again, we don't know what we're going to face on a given day, but we serve a God that's big enough and great enough and powerful enough to protect us in the midst of all the dangers we may, the dangers and perils and difficulties we may, we may encounter on any given day. So again, to every parent listening, again, to every believer listening, our encouragement is read Psalm 91 every single day and begin to pray it every single day as well. And keep in mind, too, parents, as I mentioned, you know, one of the reasons why it's wise to have your children read it out loud to you is because when a parent will assign their child, Johnny or Debbie, go read Psalm 91, they might go to their room and read it, and they might go to their room and play a video game. But when they read it out loud to you, you know they've done it. Once again, that the seed of that word is being planted in their hearts and their minds. And again, as we take the time to have them figure out something to motivate them to, to memorize the prayer, begin to have them to pray it. Parents, I would encourage you to have them to pray it out loud in your presence every single day as well. Because remember, it's a wonderful weapon to put to, to, put to work. And remember, no one can protect us like the Lord can. Father, thank you for every believer listening. Thank you for every parent listening. Thank you for all young people listening as well. Father, anoint us all afresh with a spirit of courage and grace and anoint us afresh with a spirit of wisdom that would encourage us to be wise enough to pray Psalm 91 every day, to read Psalm 91 every day, to put this powerful weapon for divine protection to work every day in our lives in view of the fact that with all the perils and difficulties, no one can protect us like you can. Thank you, Father, for the privilege, the blessing, the honor of being able to look to you Thank you, Father, for your grace, your mercy, and your angels that are dispatched on a daily basis as we take time to pray the powerful weapon of Psalm 91. Thank you for the gift that we have in this psalm, and thank you for the opportunity for us to use it daily. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. We're looking today at the topic, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection. We'll be right back. Beginning. You're the beginning. 
Jennifer Miko with Great God. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection. And I want to remind you once again, if you'd like to get a copy of the prayer, it's an actual article that contains the prayer based on Psalm 91, simply email me at joseph at afr.net. Please email me and get it because, again, our encouragement is that every single listener will get it and begin to pray it every single day over your life. Because remember, no one can protect you and your family like the Lord can. And so if we're wise enough to pray it daily ourselves and to teach and train our children to do it, again, it's a great way to put together the most powerful weapon of protection in the world, the Word of God. So again, my email to get a copy of the article with the prayer in that article, joseph at afr.net. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 to 20, it tells us about the importance of putting on the whole armor of God, picking up there, Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Notice in verse 17 it says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Again, notice in those verses it speaks of the word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit, but also note that it speaks of praying always. Keep in mind, Psalm in Psalm 91, we're taking the Word of God and we're praying the Word of God as we pray that Psalm. And so as believers, we're wise, as we've, as we've mentioned, wise to pray it absolutely every single day. This time I want to share an article that we placed on the AFA stand, which you can get there, as well as if you just email me, we're glad to share the article with you. And remember, one of the reasons why we share these articles is both to share them, 
but also to encourage you to email us to get a copy because we'd like for you to have this as a tool and a resource in your possession, both for you and your family to use, but also for you to email and forward to others. You're welcome to make hard copies to share with others. That's what they're for. So the title of this article is Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life's Storms. Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. In a perilous world with perils such as diseases, the flu, the coronavirus, and many other tragic diseases, many are very fearful. In a world where inner cities and many other communities are simply dangerous places to be, with drug trafficking, human trafficking, muggings, murders, physical and sexual abuse, etc. Where can people go to be safe? In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, it tells us, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. In a world where people have been shot in workplaces, schools, churches, stadiums, and in other places, can we be safe and secure anywhere? Is there any way to be protected from the dangers and perils we see in the world all around us? Well, actually, God in his word did provide us with a powerful weapon for divine protection. This weapon is found in his word in the book of Psalms. This particular weapon of divine protection is found in Psalm 91. If believers will choose to pray Psalm 91 daily, and or speak the promises of Psalm 91 every day. The Lord, as we put his powerful as we put this powerful psalm to work, can protect us mightily. Are you aware that there is a place in God, a secret place for believers who desire and believe God for divine protection? It's a place of protection and physical safety that God teaches us about in Psalm 91. There you find a collection of protection promises that form a powerful weapon of security and defense that only God can provide. We're wise to confess those promises over our lives and over our families. Also, we're wise to pray using the wisdom and weapons of protection found in Psalm 91. The following is one way to pray a prayer based on the, power, the wisdom and power in Psalm 91. <clears throat> Father, thank you for all of our listeners and those we've lifted up earlier today. Today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today we say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the fouler snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high our habitation, no evil will befall us nor shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. 
They bear us up in their hands. Lest we dash a foot against a stone, we tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, we trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life you satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Believers would be wise to pray this prayer for themselves and their families every single day. Why is this true? Well, the answer is simple. Not w- No one or nothing can protect us like God can. He is God Almighty. Again, the title of that article was Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life's Storms. And again, if you'd like to get a copy of the article, please email us. I'd like to get it copied in your hands because it shares some insights about why it's wise to pray Psalm 91 every day, as well as it contains the psalm, a prayer based on Psalm 91 as well. Again, our encouragement to you is that every single listener would make it your business to read Psalm 91 every single day and make it your business to pray Psalm 91 every single day over yourself and over your family. And again, as I've mentioned, For every parent listening, our encouragement to you is that you would give your child, let them know you'll reward them for memorizing the Psalm 91 prayer and help them and guide them in beginning to pray it every single day. Because remember, God will hear the prayers of a a child um, just as quickly, if not quicker, than he'll hear the prayers of an adult. So don't ever underestimate the power of prayer through the heart and mind and lips of a child. So parents, having your child to memorize Psalm 91, again, uh, $9.10 or $10 or whatever, however you choose to do it, but find out something that motivates your little one and help them to memorize the Psalm 91 prayer. It doesn't take a real long time to do it, but begin to guide, teach, and train him or her to, to pray Psalm 91 absolutely every day. Because, again, it's, it's great for us as parents to pray for our children. But remember, when our children both know the Lord Jesus and know how to pray as well, they're equipped in a wonderful and powerful way to do battle on the battlefield of life. So that's our encouragement to each and every one of us as well. So keep in mind, too, as believers, it's important for us to recognize that, you know, sometimes a believer may say, well, uh, I prayed Psalm 91 um, Uh, maybe a few days ago or last week, and why do I need to pray it on a daily basis? Well, keep in mind the spiritual warfare of life is daily. Again, as we just listen to the news, we see tragedies that literally happen every single day. We live in a dangerous world. We live in a world where things can happen in places where you might would never think tragedies would happen. Again, uh, school shootings, shootings in churches, and shootings in workplaces— Uh, shootings in hospitals. Well, but again, remember, the Spirit of God is everywhere, and He can protect us, and God uses His Holy Spirit to protect us, His grace, His angels. That's not hard for God, but remember, you and I have a part to play. You know, the fact is, it's important to understand how these things happen. It's important for us to understand the dynamics of how our faith works as well. I want to share some insight with you, and I may have to start this and finish it on the other side. But 
Here's some insight about putting your faith to work that's important for believers to grasp. You and I have a part to play in putting our faith to work. Uh, This article is entitled, Turning on the Switch of Faith. And so this too would be an article I would hope that you'd email us to get so that you'll have this too as a resource to have in your personal library. Again, the article, Turning on the Switch of Faith. Habakkuk 2.4, The just shall live by faith. And then Hebrews 11.6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Again, Hebrews 11.6. Then 1 John 5.4, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. There's a very important truth that too many believers have sometimes failed to understand. Some of the promises of God are not, quote-unquote, automatic. We as believers and followers of Christ have a part to play. The life of a follower of Christ is not like driving an automatic transmission car. You just get in and drive. It's more like a standard shift or four-speed. You have to know how to put it in gear. It doesn't, quote-unquote, shift by itself. Another analogy would be this one. It's like having electricity in your house, but you do not know where the power switches are or how to turn them on. It might be fine when things are going well, but what, what about when darkness falls? The electric, power is, the electric power is there, but you need to know how to turn the light switch on to have the benefit of light and power. The Lord tells us in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So very clearly, knowing how to walk in faith and how to aggressively put your faith to work in life is extremely important. Know also, whether we win or lose in the daily battles of life has much to do with knowing how to use your faith as the weapon that it is. One of the great illustrations of this truth in the Word of God is found in 1 Samuel chapter 17. David, even as a young man, knew how to put his faith to work, and by the grace of God, he used it. He did use it and won a great victory for the kingdom of God and for Israel. The following are ways we can aggressively put our faith to work in our lives. Number one, speak and stand on the Word of God and His promises daily. Speak the promises of God in His Word and stand on them every day. Even even if your circumstances seem to contradict what the Word of God says, speak and stand on God's Word anyway. God loves keeping His Word, and you're never wrong to agree with God. Number two, pray the Word of God. To pray the Word of God is to pray the will of God. Number three, obey the Word of God. James 1.22 tells us, But be doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. And number four, act on the Word of God. Act like you believe what the Word of God says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. Daily we're called to aggressively use the weapon of faith along, along with all the armor God supplies as Ephesians 6, 10-20 tells us. Uh, we'll pick up there on the other side. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're looking today at the topic, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection. We'll be right back. 
Michael W. Smith with Surrounded. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic, Psalm 91, a powerful weapon for divine protection. And our encouragement to every single believer listening is that you would take time to read and meditate on Psalm 91 every single day. And that you would also take the opportunity to pray Psalm 91 every day over yourself and over your family. Because remember, no one can protect you and your family like God can. Also, we're encouraging every parent listening to uh, find out a reward that will motivate your children and, and reward them by having them to memorize the prayer based on Psalm 91 and teaching and encouraging them to begin to pray it every single day because it's a way to help equip our children to be the warriors that they need to be in this world that we live in today as well. So hope that you'll do that. We were sharing from an, one of the articles that we sh- um, wrote and had on the AFA stand entitled, Turning on the Switch of Faith. And uh, we'll pick up reading with the article. And let me say this. Once again, we're encouraging you to email us. My email is joseph at afr.net to get the articles because, again, we want you to have them in your hand as resources to draw on even beyond the broadcast today. So we pick up, again, turning on the switch of faith close to where we left off. Four ways to turn your faith to full power. The following are ways we can aggressively put our faith to work in our lives. Number one, speak and stand on the Word of God and His promises daily. Speak the promises of God in his word and stand on them every day. 
even if your circumstances seem to contradict what the Word of God says, speak and stand on God's Word anyway. God loves keeping His Word. And remember, you're never wrong to agree with God. And you're always wise and right to agree with Him. Number two, pray the Word of God. To pray the Word of God is to pray the will of God. Number three, obey the Word of God. James 1.22 tells us, But be doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Number four, act on the Word of God. Act like you believe what the Word of God says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Again, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Daily we're called to aggressively use the weapon of faith along with all the armor God supplies. Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 20 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Let us be obedient to the challenge and do this. There's much kingdom work to be done, and without us putting our faith in our Heavenly Father to work, it's not going to get done. We must be about our Father's business. Again, the title of this article is Turning on the Switch of Faith. And again, it's a tool to help prepare you to put your faith to work. Now, keep in mind, a very simple but a powerful truth found in the Word of God in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2 reminds us that this is why it's so important for us as believers to learn to put our faith to work in everything we do. Hebrews 4, 2 tells us, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Now, let me read that verse again because it's very simple but powerful. Again, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. In other words, a believer can hear the word of God, but if they don't, mix it with faith. In other words, if they don't choose to put their faith and trust in that, then they miss the benefit, the powerful benefit there of God's Word. So a believer can read God's Word, but if they don't choose to believe that it's true, they can miss out in a major way on so many blessings because, remember, the Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. God expects us and looks to us to believe His Word. When God says something, He means it. And a question we as believers need to ask ourselves is, well, is the Word of God true? And many a believer would say, of course it's true. Well, then we need to put our faith in it, and we need to act like it's true. 
as opposed to thinking, well, I wish it were true or I hope it's true. No, we need to decide that God is speaking truth every time he speaks his promises. And we're standing on them and standing in faith, believing that God will always keep his word because he always, always does. So again, if you'd like to get a copy of that article, Turning on the Switch of Faith, again, email us at joseph at afr.net. And the first article, of course, is entitled Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life's Storms. How important it is that we learn that God's Word is a wonderful tool and weapon for us to be using every single day. Uh, Personally, by the grace of God, I pray Psalm 91 over myself and over my family every day. And our encouragement is that every—an important question is for every believer is, why not pray it every day? Uh, I often run into believers that will say things like, well, I, I pray, I don't pray it every day, but I pray it, you know, every few days or every maybe once or twice a week. Well, let me explain very clearly and simply why we're encouraging you to pray it every single day. Picture a soldier that has to go out on the battlefield every single day. What would, what would you think of that soldier if he said, well, I take my rifle every once every few two or three days. I don't take it out on the battlefield every day. Why not? Because remember, the battlefield is dangerous every day. Dangerous, perilous things are going on in our world every single day. Why not pray Psalm 91 every day? Why not teach and train our children to pray it every single day? Because remember, we serve a God that's more than able to help us. You know, I like to share one of many powerful uh, testimonials. And and let me say this too, uh, a great book that we would encourage you to consider getting uh, or set of books written by Peggy Joyce Ruth, a great servant of the Lord. But she's written a number of books on Psalm 91. Again, her name is Peggy Joyce Ruth. One of her books is entitled Psalm 91: God's Shield of Protection. But it's it's one any it's it's one of a number of, a number of different ones. And keep in mind, a very important part of this is a very important part of using it is it's important to know that. It's a weapon that works every day we work it, every day you put it to work. But she shares in one of her books one of many powerful testimonials. And here, this one, and it's a chapter in the book, uh, Psalm 91, God's Shield of Protection. The chapter is entitled, The Miracle of Seadrift, Texas. And for time reasons, I'll just summarize it. But basically, she explains how that during World War II, there was a church that uh, got the pictures of uh, the young men that went to World War II in the different uh, branches of the service, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, or the, all the branches of the service, they got all—it was 52 young men that left Sea Drift, Texas, and went to serve in the different branches of the military during World War II. And this particular church had all their pictures, and they prayed Psalm 91 over all of these young men for the entire war. And, you know, sadly, many of our um, precious young men, many of our precious young people died during World War II in, uh, during, during the time, during the theater of war in World War II. But after the war was over, in Seadrift, Texas, the 52 young men that went to serve in the different armed forces after the war, all 52 young men came back home safe and sound. Now, that's not a coincidence at all. We serve a God that's more than able to protect us. And what a powerful testimony of God's people when they pray and stand on a powerful weapon like Psalm 91, a testimonial to how God hears and answers prayer. And 
the books the book has many other great testimonies of policemen and individuals and just that aren't in the military or even in law enforcement just um, people in other walks of life who saw God's hand of protection over their health or over dangerous situations they saw God's hand move to bless them and help them so again our encouragement to you is if you're not praying Psalm 91 every day today is a great day to start praying it every single day over yourself and over your family and uh, we hope that you will take the time and opportunity to do just that. Father, thank you for the opportunity to pray Psalm 91 every single day. And thank you for the fact that you hear our and answer our prayers every day as we put a wonderful, powerful weapon like Psalm 91 to work in our lives every single day. Help us to be wise enough to make it the priority that you would have us to. And help us to be mindful, Lord, that it's a way to, to take us off defense, you might say, to Help us to be both on defense and offense at the same time as we put this powerful weapon to work. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as usual, before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, we'd like to invite you to make that very, very important step today. If you want to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you simply pray this prayer with us today? Lord Jesus, Thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrongs I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things that I've done. Lord Jesus, come anew into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you would have me to be. You told us in your word, Lord, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, we're calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we invite you to please get in touch with us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some resources and literature that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. Please email us at that email again, joseph at afr.net. Or if you'd like to get a copy of either the articles that we shared today, again, the articles are entitled Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life Storms, and the second article, Turning on the Switch of Faith. Again, simply email us, same email, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share those with you. Once again, we're hoping and encouraging you. Uh, one of the articles, of course, contains the Psalm 91 prayer, specifically the article entitled Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life Storms. Email us if you want to get a copy of the prayer, and we're encouraging you to pray it every single day and read Psalm 91 every day and help your children memorize the prayer and have them read that psalm every day as well. A great way, a great thing to do for you and your family. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.